charge here. That's what the rules are. Hi. I have to admit, <laughs> I've almost forgotten how to do this. We're a little rusty. We're getting there. <laughs> So, welcome to Walkers and Talkers. Is it 55? I think so. I think it's 55. Yeah. We did 54 like a month ago. Or three it weeks was, ago. It was a while ago. So, I'm hoping this is recording, right? It looks like it's recording. So, for those of you who've been tweeting us asking what's the deal, or are we not doing it because there's no show? No, that's not what happened. So, we did the finale, and then we did another. Jamie wasn't here for the finale podcast, and then we did another one. Yep. And then... We had Mr. Stephen Ogg joining we had us. Stephen Ogg, which was great. Simon. Simon was great. Stephen was fantastic. And we're going to talk more about him. So awesome. I assume if you're listening to this podcast that you've heard 54 with Stephen Ogg. He's fantastic. And then I went away on a on a trip with the morning show I work on, Elvis Strand, the morning show. Yeah. By the way, I'm Dave Brody from Elvis Strand, the morning show. That's Jamie from <laughs> Family. You guys should know by now. <laughs> anyway, um, and so we didn't have a chance to record that week. And yeah. then the that, that next week, I was sick. I was out the whole week. Yeah. And I wasn't in, in the state where I could even call in. No, it, it was, was bad. Bad week. <laughs> and then our morning show was on vacation. Yes. And so it's been a couple of weeks. Yeah. But it isn't because the show's off. We, it's just, it's be- just life is happening. <laughs> so we have a lot to catch up on. There's a lot of stuff that happens. So thanks for sticking with us as always. We, we love that. And thank you for everybody who was like, I need my fix. <laughs> that, that makes us feel really good. So yes. thank you for tweeting us at our regular Twitter handles and of course at, at walkers underscore talkers. So three weeks ago... Jamie, who is a, a convention nerd, <laughs> said, hey, why don't you, you got to come. It's right near your house. You got to come to Chiller Theater. Chiller Theater. And I was like, Chiller Theater? What is, uh, it sounds like fun. <laughs> and it's a, it's a touring, it's a touring convention. They go all over the country, right? Um, I think so. Or but different locations. Yeah. And so just Google Chiller Theater. Yeah, it happens like twice a year. So this was at a, at a giant hotel. In Persephone. Hundreds of conference rooms. And, it's and mayhem. And rooms, right. And so we got there, and it's like everything sci-fi. Yeah. The Starsky and Hutch car was parked outside the mm-hmm. Grand Torino, the 70s. It's a, it looks like a reef. A and you could take your picture with Starsky and Hutch and the car. Right. And uh, um, uh, uh, Starsky was there, I think. Or Hutch. Yeah. <laughs> David Soul was what, it, it, Glazer, the other guy. He was there. You don't have to correct this. I, I'll look it up. I'm drawing a blank. Anyway, the girl... Who in the beginning of the 1975 movie masterpiece Jaws? Yes, she was a hot twenty-something or teenager. She was there. Who, I, I, she gets killed at the beginning of Jaws. Forty-year spoiler, <laughs> and uh, she was there. Yes, and she had the Jaws poster behind. It was her. awesome. Now you ever see somebody like you look at them and you can look really close. You could see what they look like when they were younger. You could picture her as the hot girl. You could still see it from 1975. But that was uh, 42 years ago? It was a long time ago. 42 years ago. So 42 plus maybe 18 to 20. She's in her 60s. Yeah, she, she looks looked good. good. But, you know, of course, as a, as a moviegoer, your memory is who she was in 1975. The hot 20-year-old. And I was trying to picture her screaming because she screams <laughs> in Jaws. It's, it's, it's a blood-curdling scream. It's one of the most famous scenes, I think, right. ever. And, they, and they, I've, I've read up how they do the scene. It's great. She wore a harness, and they pulled her to the left. Oh, my right. God. Anyway, so she was there. There was people, people from, from Baywatch. Baywatch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yomi Daikok. Um, and so there are all these people there. But we were there, of course, in addition to all these movie stars and, and sci-fi stars. And, and the guy who plays Pinhead from Hellraiser was there. Oh, yeah. We went into a room. Oh, it was probably like 40 by 20 rectangular yeah. room. And it was just, it was some Baywatch people, the, the pinhead guy, 
And then uh, four tables of people from The Walking Dead. Yes. Now, I got there a little later. Yeah. Jamie had already, like, paid for pictures. This is the kind of fan Jamie is. Well, Jamie yeah. Jamie paid big bucks to take pictures with the cast of The Walking Dead. Now, you'd think they would, like, oh, these are the hosts of the Walkers and Talkers podcast. They would want to come and take pictures with us. <laughs> yeah. That's not the case. <laughs> so, um, I don't ever normally pay for autographs and pictures because we were spoiled. We get to meet a lot of people. Yeah, we're very lucky. But I, so I, so Jamie and I were like, you have a, like a, a, a laminated picture of the season two cast. Yeah, of the it's Walking like eleven Dead. by seventeen, and I'm, I have quite the collection building. So There's every like time 30 I thirty autographs on every there. time I go, or if I meet someone here or wherever, I bring it with me, and then I have to add to my collection. Right, you should, if you, if you haven't already posted it on Instagram at Walkers underscore Talkers, I don't know if I have. I think I should. I'll you, post you should it. Do that. It's pretty cool. And so Stephen Ogg signed it when he was yep. here, and we found out a little bit of gossip that I don't think we talked about in the podcast. Stephen Ogg is now sharing an apartment with Xander Berkeley. Yes. Who plays Gregory. Yes. Now, think about The Walking Dead and think about Simon and Gregory sharing an apartment. Maybe they're having tequila together. Exactly. He's a tequila man now. He's a tequila man. And so, uh, Stephen Ogg told us that and we were like, that's just weird. I know it's a TV show, but not to us. To us, it's real. They're BFFs. They're, They're BFFs. Yeah. And so they're living together and working on like side movie projects. They're oh, really oh yeah, they're like when we're not fi- well. Xander, who is Gregory, told us you know when we're not filming, we're going to be doing these like weird kind of like avant garde film, films, film yeah. projects. Right. And- okay. So here's who we met. We met Gregory, who who uh, you know Xander Berkeley who plays Gregory, and so he has a table with all photographs of himself from like 24 when yeah. he was on that other TV shows. And you're like, oh my god, he's in every show. Yeah. Gregory, when he was younger, you'll see. You go, oh my god, I saw him on this show. I saw him on that show. Okay. We uh, we got to meet Tom Payne, Jesus. Uh, awesome. He's short. Yes, he's tiny. He's tiny. Now, now Jesus in the comic is really tall. Yeah. Which is so it's to have him that short, which is great because I paid I paid money to take a picture with him. You did. And it was tough because also at the table next to him was Dwight, of course Austin uh, Aurelio. Uh, I have, I have to say, because I was standing with you, you were really like, sh- do I go with Jesus? Do I go with Dwight? Okay, do I here's go- my, and now, now t- please tweet us at Walks on the School You Talkers. had, the struggle was real. Given the choice, who would you take a picture with? I, I, I like Gregory, and I'll tell you, we met a fourth person. Yeah. The fourth person we met was was Caitlin Nason. Nacon. Nacon. Enid. Enid. She was adorable. I wanted to nice. put her in my pocket. She was great. Now, I, Enid, I was like, okay, she's cute and all. She could be dead any minute. Oh. And Gregory is, he was, listen, couldn't have been nicer. By the way, he's very tall. Very tall. I was shocked. Very tall. And he hit on me, too. Uh, he did. Oh, yeah. well, look at shit. Spoiler. Okay, spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. <laughs> okay, hold on. So I was really narrowing it down to characters on the show that I like. Now, Jesus is super cool, and he knows parkour, and he, right? And he's he's a good-looking guy. Kung fu. And because he's short, it made me look taller. <laughs> or I could take a picture with, with, um, with Dwight. I'm throwing out the real names. Yeah. I'm using Dwight or Jesus. Dwight, yeah. Right. Now, Dwight didn't have this face burnt, obviously, but it was still Dwight. It was freaky. Fun fact for you. How old do you think Austin Emilio is, Dwight, in real life? 35. He is 28. Wow, he looks like shit. I was shocked. <laughs> and I mean in a good way. He's like rugged. I and... know. Someone said that to me. I'm like, he is not 28. All right. So when you take this show as real as, as we try to make it and we mm. do a podcast, when Dwight walks in the room, you f- get a little like, it's Dwight. He's going to crossbow me. I right? know. It was a little weird. Like, Gregory was like, I know Xander Berkeley from other things. Yeah. But, like, we saw Enid walk over and hug Jesus. Right. But it that's was, fine. They're on the same side. They're on the same side. We're like, it's the hilltop people. It was right. real. It was cool. But, but 
Dwight was kind of like, so, okay, so my he was choice just was, the lone wolf over my there. Choice was <laughs> pay for a picture with Dwight or pay for a picture with Jesus. Yeah. And I dislike the character of Dwight so much, but then I thought he's badass. He is badass. But then I felt like you have Daryl's jacket, uh, his vest, and I'm not taking a picture with you until I get the vest back. So, <laughs> so I took a picture with Jesus. Who would you have taken a picture with? Tweet us of those four people. Again, I narrowed it down, but it was uh, Gregory, Enid, Jesus, and Dwight. Yes. So not only do I get an autograph, but I got you get a picture, he signs it, and you get your own picture. So yeah. I took a picture with him. I went with all four. Yeah, you went with all four. I went with all four. Jamie apparently doesn't need to pay her rent. and she's spent- I, No, I, I, set, I set money aside because it's very expensive to do these things. But it's like, one of my, I may never see Jesus or Gregory again or something like that. Right, well, like you'll that. see Jesus again, sweetheart, if yeah. you have a good life. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, the other thing is we wanted to get IDs from them. Now, IDs yeah. are like identifications. Uh, it's like when you're like, hey, it's Justin Bieber, and you're listening to Kiss, uh, you know, with Mike in the morning or whatever you know, whatever the yeah. radio station is, right? So we wanted to get them to say that listen, you know, that they, we told them about our podcast, and and three of the four recorded for us. Yes. Now I don't have them ready and edited, but next podcast we'll play. We them We will all have them ready. So we got Enid was like, oh, of course, you really want me to do it? She was all excited. She's so cute. Jesus with his British ass accent was like, yeah. hello, this is, uh, this uh, is Tom, Tom, Tom Payne. Payne. Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, and uh, and it's, uh, he made my name sound really like better. Like, yeah. <laughs> Like, I say my name is David Brody, but I'm from Brooklyn, so it's like, it's David Brody. But he's like, you're listening to David Brody. And I was like, oh, it sounds so much more And proper. Jamie. And Jamie. <laughs> right. And they were they were both fun. Yeah. Xander Berkeley Gregory. We're going to call him Gregory from now on. Okay, Gregory. we'll just use Gregory. Gregory, very tall. Yes. He was, like, excited that we do a podcast, excited that we cared yeah. to come over to him. He we showed the- him pictures with Stephen. Now, when we told him we had just interviewed Stephen Ogg, he was like, you're kidding me. We're getting an apartment together. Yeah. I love Steven. And I'm like, you, no, because you're afraid of him. Like, he's signing. <laughs> he was so like excited to talk to us because we had talked to Steven. It was really cool. Like I think that gave us credibility. Yeah. And I even showed him a photo. I was like, see, we were with your buddy. Uh, right. Otherwise, we're just a couple of geeks who do a podcast. And like, look, a lot of people do podcasts. We had credibility behind us with that we photo. Cred. <laughs> and we were lucky that we did the Stephen Ogg interview. Literally. Right with- Three days Three before. Three days before. We were like, oh, we're going. We didn't know. I didn't know we were going that weekend. Anyway, so he was excited that we knew Steven. And yeah. He was excited to tell us how much he loves Steven and the they're sharing an apartment together. So we used Jamie's phone to record the IDs. Yeah. And we gave him a script. Hey, it's Xander Berkeley, and you're listening to Dave Brody and Jamie and Walk His Dog's Podcast, right? Something to that effect. Yeah. And he's got a great, like, radio voice. He's Xander Berkeley. <laughs> well, he starts hitting on Jamie. Uh, yeah, kind of hardcore. Uh, first of all, and then you told him I was a tequila girl, and then got even more carried away. Thank yeah, you. It's okay. <laughs> so, so I'm not insinuating anything, but Gregory is very tall. He's yeah. like six three, six four. He was. I was shocked. And for those of you who haven't checked out the lovely Jamie, I'm five four. She's five four. <laughs> so there was definitely a downward looking angle to him, and I didn't know where the eyes were going. I'm not saying he was looking, but he, I did have a dress on. He did have a dress yeah. on. There was definitely some opportunity to, to look a little bit, <laughs> right? But, and you like my dress? He goes, "Is that gingham?" Right, and which you didn't know, by the way, that the pattern was called gingham. It, it's basically, if you're not sure, it's like a tablecloth, like the blue tablecloth. But a small, like small a picnic, squares. Like a picnic right. type yeah, of yeah, tablecloth. Uh, Google gingham. Yeah. All right. Anyway, he started getting flirty. Yeah, very like, flirty. Very flirty. I was like nervous. Nervous, but 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 he's on The Walking Dead. You totally would have done it. Uh, maybe. When I say done it, I mean whatever. Whatever that means. Ship him on the ship? Ship him on the ship. You would have shipped him <laughs> at the convention. So they all recorded IDs for us. We'll have mm-hmm. those next week. Um, but my favorite was Xander, who's a TV professional, maybe not a radio professional, 
He does this great ID. He's like, this is Xander Berkeley. Oh, yeah. Gregory on The Walking Dead. And I said, hey, um, that was really good. Um, but the microphone's on the other end of the phone. Oh, that's right. He had my phone upside yeah, down. The phone upside down. Like, and then we had to ask him to do it again. And he was so sweet, though. He's he like, was. oh, yeah, no so problem. So maybe I'll play the audio of his, because we did it twice. So yeah. we have the audio of him doing it really, and you can it's low. Yeah, you can hardly hear it. Because it's like, hey, this is Andrew Berkeley. <laughs> and then I had him do it again, and it's fine. Um, but that, that was our, that was our moment with them. So that yeah. was, that's the recap of Chiller. Now you tweeted. Oh yes. Tell us about the tweet. Cause that's great. So I tweeted Xander. I wrote Xander Berkeley was a true delight meeting you. I thoroughly enjoyed our conversations. I hope you and at Stephen Ogg have a blast with your films. So, and I posted the picture with Xander and I Gregory, and then I had all these notifications and I'm like, pardon my language. Holy shit. Stephen Ogg tweeted me on his own, not in response. Right. He wrote at JMAGS514 and at Xander Berkeley. How crazy that his hashtag X and Ogg meeting you in the same week. Yeah. So Stephen Ogg notices that you tweeted and remembers us. Yes. And, you, and says, oh, how great is now. How cool. We both met you in the same week. And now, I love and their little hashtag is X and Ogg. X and Ogg. Yeah. They have a thing. They're they like have, a power couple. Th- that's like their little bromance. But I almost fell. I almost fell over. That's... Now, is there is there a couple named Griman? Is it is it Segury? <laughs> Segury. Is it, I don't want to go with their real names, but I think that their their character name, yeah. their couple name. But we're thinking, how cool is it? We met them both in the same week. I couldn't. And... It wasn't even like a a retweet or a reply. It was like a to me from Stephen Ogg. This is the kind of unsolicited. guy Stephen Ogg was when we interviewed him. Yep. And was after the interview when we kept talking with him and he didn't want to leave. He kept talking. A gem. And he tweeted us. He liked our tweets about the podcast. He liked our Instagram pictures. Yeah, he's genuine. Yes. But the fact that he remembered you and we're like, oh my God, you met both of us. How yeah. cool is that? Like, how cool is that? I'm like, yeah. what? What? How cool is it you both met Jamie? How about that? Yeah, how about that? <laughs> All right, so uh, so that's that's the update on that. A uh, couple of notes. Let's see. Uh, Walking Dead, Christian Serratos. Congratulations. Who, 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 of course, plays Rosita. Rosita. She had her first child. Now, Maybe. This is a celebrity thing I don't get. They want to keep the baby private and still well this is the way celebs are sometimes they like to shelter them they like to have their own private life and i totally get that that's not the part i don't get she releases a picture of the baby to the public to entertainment weekly mm-hmm. people might whoever paid her for the picture yeah but they don't announce the baby's name or the sex of the baby oh that's not cool which is a more of a violation of privacy the picture of the naked kid you're holding or the name the name's gonna come out like yeah you don't want to tell... tell if it's a boy or girl listen, so what listen Rosita, you can tell us we do a podcast and we're friends with Xander Berkeley and Stephen. Yeah, we know Stephen. You can tell us the name of the baby. Yeah. So anyway, congratulations, and now you won't have to hide your belly behind things on The Walking Dead. Yeah. They timed it well. They did. They really did. It wasn't Tara, like, you could tell. Tara, you could tell. Plus, they made her go off with Heath. Yeah. By the way, little little bit of news here. So the actor who plays Heath. Um, Corey Hawkins. Corey Hawkins, whose career is blowing up, right? For, By the way, he was, I uh, have it here on my phone, he was just nominated for a Tony Award. Good for him. I'm proud of him. Yeah. But he left The Walking Dead to do 24 Legacy, which yeah. he did this season. And Heath disappeared, and we've already talked about all the theories about Heath. His, but, he was up for Best Actor in a Play, nominee for At Six Degrees. Good. I'm going to talk to you in a minute why, why the Tony Awards are a scam. Okay. Best award show, but they're a scam. I'll tell you why in a minute. Scam. Hold on. Scam, scam, scam alert, scam alert. If you're not from New York, this will this will open your eyes. It's a big scam. And I love Broadway, so I'm not looking to blow, blow up their spot, but I'm going to blow up their spot. Oh, okay. Okay. 
Courtney Hawkins left The Walking Dead to do this, 24 Legacy Show, which Kiefer Sutherland did for like nine seasons. Yeah. 24. It was okay. It had moments. But apparently now the network, Fox, I believe, may not pick it up. It's on the bubble. Mm. If it doesn't get picked up, he might be available to come back next season mm. or maybe the beginning of season nine to reprise his role as Heath or at least to show up dead. Well, he should or at least let us know what happened to him. Well, yeah, we need to find that. Well, yeah. we'll find that out. Unless he's dead, in which case we'll just see a zombified version of him or like a rubber mask, whatever. A rubber mask. But if his show's canceled, maybe he's like, listen, I'm going to get some paychecks coming in. This is a mistake. You know, like Sasha can't come back. No. Like if no, Sneaker Bond Green Star Trek gets canceled, what is she going to do? That's... Maybe she gets one flashback, but yeah. You know, I don't mm. need that. Glenn was a flashback. Glenn is a flashback. It was next season, I'm hoping. Like whenever Maggie has the baby, they've already oh, said- Oh, there's got to be. We talked about that, that there'll be a Glenn flashback. Yeah. So that's good. We're good with that. Okay. So- more Walking Dead or why the Tonys are a scam? Um, well, how about more Walking Dead and poor Josh McDermott? Okay. You want to start with Josh? Yeah, let's start with... Uh, again, I know we're a couple of weeks behind. Yeah. But Josh McDermott, who plays Eugene, the the mullet man. Yeah. <laughs> now, on the show, he may or may not have turned to the dark side. Yeah. Although he did give Sasha the pill. Yeah. And Rick was ready to blow him up. You people are animals. <laughs> I love me. <laughs> I made you spaghetti. I made you spaghetti. <laughs> I made you. I made him spaghetti. Okay. So people are taking. I know we just talked about how we take it seriously that Xander and and Stephen Ogg are. No, really, we sound right. like those people. <laughs> but people are attacking Josh McDermott. Like cyberbullying so hardcore. Cyberbullying him. And don't think you can't cyberbully a celebrity because you can. You can. People have feelings regardless of their age and their income and whatever. They bullied him on all social media and attacked him as being like a piece of dirt as if he was really Eugene. Yeah, that you turncoat, you this, like, and it's like, hello, it it's not so bad. really Eugene. That's so bad that he had to turn off all his social media. Yeah, he like took his Twitter down and stuff. I mean, that's horrible. Yeah. And I mean, I've imagine met a him, life without Twitter. I've met him several times and he actually, fun fact, he used to be a radio producer at Clear Channel for a country station back in the day. That's correct. So props to him. But he's a really, really nice guy. And by the way, Clear Channel became iHeartMedia. Yes, it's the which same is company. Where we so are. That's why we're shouting out our company. But that's okay. And if you're a fan of our show and you work for another radio company, great. We love that you're in the industry. Yes. You're in the industry, we love you. It's fine. But he's anyway. so nice. So leave just Leave Josh McDermott alone. I know. We need the Britney guy to come back. And we need the Britney guy. Chris Crocker? To, yeah. Crocker? Crocker. We need him back. Leave Josh Leave him alone. <laughs> so leave him alone. So, uh, okay. So now. Okay. More Walking Dead or the Tony Awards? Tony Awards. I need to hear why you think they're a scam. Okay. Here's the reason. <laughs> the Tony Awards have a rule. I would have hoped that it would be that an actor can't win a Tony for the same role twice. Okay. In other words, if you're if you're Lin Manuel uh, Miranda and you're the star of Hamilton and you win for best lead in a musical, at that point you can't win again, mm-hmm. right? You you can't win a Tony. You won one, but here's what the actual rule is: that role can never win a Tony again. What? So once the top plays win awards and they stay on Broadway a while, they can't win. You can't win best actress in Wicked ever again. <gasps> What? I didn't know that. Because, let's say, uh, Kristen Chenoweth won or Idina Menzel won, you can't win best act. That role can't win. Ever again. And I believe they, they created this system so that every show gets to be a Tony Award winning show. Hmm. So that if, if five or six shows stay on Broadway and win a lot of awards, 
eventually the shitty ass C-level show will win an award. Will win an award for best musical because it's the only show that hasn't won yet. That's interesting. So again, I was at the Tony Award press day. That was New- insane. Come to New York. Go see Broadway shows. It's it's a fantastic way to, to spend money. And yes. Your family in New York's fantastic and it's great. And the, and the, watching the Tonys on, on television is the best award show next to the Grammys because they perform. And if you don't get to come to New York, you get to see like at least one song by the cast of Hamilton or whoever mm-hmm. or uh, uh, Dear Evan H- uh, Hansen. Um, and so it, love the love the show. But the the Tony Award or Tony nominated, at some point everyone's nominated. Because you, you can't... Because you, you run out of people. Uh, yeah, you run out of people, right. You can't win. And so the longer running shows there are, the less shows that are available to be nominated. So eventually you're going to get, you're going to win. Wow. There you go. Who knew? Uh, there you go. That, scam alert. <laughs> but again, we love Broadway. Yes. Okay. Moving on. It was announced that there's two characters being added to The Walking Dead. I'm sure they'll add a lot of characters, but two main characters. Uh, according to uh, the article on comicbook.com and uh, Undead Walking... One character's name is Dylan, described as a sexy blue-collar 20-something. Hello, mm, ladies. Hello, Dylan. Whose survival skills include sarcasm. Hello, <laughs> Dylan. Uh, and then uh, a character named Abdul, who is an innately likable Muslim-American whose nerves are, let's say, jingled because he's flown solo for too long in Zombieland. Oh, I like the 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 uh, word jingled. Yes. Uh, did I say jingle? Jangled. Oh, j- jangled. oh it's jangled? jangled. I like jangled. that too. That's a good word, yeah. Now, <laughs> I'm giving props to our buddy Trevor. Um, Trev's Chan. Trev's Chan 2 on YouTube. We love him. He gave us, by the way, multiple shout outs for our Stephen Ogg interview. Awesome. Because I gave him some inside information for stuff that we talked about Ooh, off air. Inside and he's promoted our podcast on his channel, so we will always promote Trevor. Thank you. Love Trevor. Um, and so Trevor broke it down because, again, I was sick, so I'm using his research. So I want to give him full props. Um, he feels that Dylan is Dante from the comic books. In the comics, Dante is a uh, a soon-to-be-announced Hilltop member who is very flirty with Maggie. Mm. Now, Maggie's all about Glenn and his memory, and, and in the comics, she's not really into him, but he likes to flirt with her. Yeah. So if Dylan is Dante, that's possible. That's who he is. And Abdul, again, these are fake names, usually for casting, they release fake names. Trevor believes he's Sadiq. Yes, I know that name. And he lasts, these two guys last a while in the comics. Okay. But here's the thing. If those are the two guys and they're being cast for season eight, in the comics, the war ends and there's a time skip of a couple of years. Oh, a couple of years? Yeah. Wow. And then we, we meet the Whispers. And these guys sort of get introduced around the time of the Whispers. Okay. So they could be re, you know remixing the story and having them come in earlier. Maybe at the end of the war, or maybe we we learn who they are because of the war. We see more people coming to fight from the hilltop that we haven't met yet. But if it's true to form, and these are the characters, we don't know if they are. It's just Trevor's theory. We might see the Whispers at the end of the year. Okay. And I'm, and I'm not going to get into who the Whispers are. You can look it up if you want, or just be surprised. But they are not <laughs> nice people. No, they are not. They are not. Okay. So, that's that. Speaking of the comics, shout out to Raul, our parking garage guy. Okay. We, he he we gave me something. Car, Raul is the <laughs> nicest guy. He's also flirty, like Xander yeah. Berkeley. By the way, by the way, um, and again, I don't know if you're going to post pictures, but Jamie has hair extensions. Yes. 22 inches? 22 inches. Right. And it looks real. It does. It looks great. But more, you didn't have those when Xander flirted with you. No, I did not. But now that you're parked at the same garage <laughs> I park, and you have the hair extensions... 
Raul flirts with all the ladies in the building who park in the, because the garage is at the bottom of an apartment building. Yes. It's and a he, steep walk down. He's, yeah, he, he's very flirty. Yeah. Right? Because a lot of wealthy ladies live in the building. We park, we're not I'm wealthy. not a wealthy lady, no, so sorry, just, Raul. We, we, we park there, we park there, but the building above the garage. Oh, oh yes, yes, that, there's a lot of money there. So it's a lot of like women getting into really expensive cars, and he likes to flirt with them. Yes. And they they like the they like the flirting, a lot of them. Some Do don't. Do they? Uh, he likes to think so. Okay. Anyway, I told him a month before you pulled into the garage that you'd be coming, you're my friend, you're my co-host, and he needs to be nice to you. Thank you, by the way. Yes, of course. And now he's like, yeah, Jamie's really nice. He's really nice. <laughs> so what did he do for you? He The other day he goes, oh, my son and I, uh, he's really into comics. And uh, we went to this place and it was uh, free comic day. And he goes, I got you this. And I don't know what comic number we're on right now, but this is comic number 163 Conquered in basically mint condition. Mm-hmm. And he handed it to me. I, I, and now I have my own copy. Okay, so at the time of this podcast, they're either up to... 160, maybe 164. Yeah, so I think that this... But it's close to new. This was released February 1st, 2017. I think the issue before that is a major character death in the comic. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually not reading it right yeah. now, and I'm, I've kind of just did a quick little scan, but I'm not looking at it really in depth because I don't want to know. But again, what happens in that issue may not ever happen on TV. And again, they're like five years ahead. I'll post a picture, but on the front, basically, it's walker hands, but then there's like a little claw hand. It's a double claw hand. It's or like a little double yeah. claw hook hand. I'll right. post a picture on our Instagram. Yeah, let people. Yeah, well, you could probably just grab a, a Google image of that. You don't yeah. take a picture if you want. Whatever you want. So but yeah, thanks, Raul. Your fr- yeah, thanks, Raul, for your. <laughs> there you go. I didn't get, but I've been parking there for like five years. And he didn't get one. I've got nothing. I'm sorry. He sees me. He goes, "You bring any food from the studio? I heard you guys had food this morning." Oh, how does he know? Well, because we're on the air talking about how much food we have. Oh. He goes, oh, I heard you had Italian food. Did you, bring, did you bring anything? So I'll bring him a donut occasionally, or like, because he's a good guy. And if we have food, yeah. I bring him, like, I go, oh, we had some burritos, I bring him stuff. Or if we have, like, a pizza, I'll bring him half a pie, whatever. You know. Wow, that's nice. And, but he doesn't get me any comic books. I'm mm, sorry. All right. <laughs> uh, congratulations to The Walking Dead. We know the ratings were down a little bit this season. Yeah. However, being down, it's like going to the Empire State Building and going down a few floors and jumping. You're still, it's still high. Yeah. So, The Walking Dead, after its seventh season... Uh, finished the season as the number one show on television among 18 to 49-year-olds for the fifth consecutive year. It's the only drama in television history to hold the number one title in that demographic for five consecutive Woo. years. So, ratings, schmatings. That's freaking awesome. They're still kicking ass. The number two show on television in the 18, the coveted, they call it the coveted 18 to 49-year-old mm. demo. By the way, if you're 50 or over, or 17 and under listening to this podcast. We love you. We're not saying you're not coveted. You are coveted for us. We love you. Yes. But in TV, this is where the bulk this of the is, money is. Yep. This is the money making, for the, at least for TV and radio. They beat the Big Bang Theory by 61%. That's crazy. When you read that to me, I'm like, oh my God. And those people make like a million dollars an episode. Yeah. So congratulations, The Walking Dead. So happy. So happy. Now. The Walking Dead season seven finale will be on Netflix, I believe, by August. Yeah, normally it rolls in around late August, early September on Netflix. I'm hoping it's the unedited versions. Because as you know, Negan curses in the comics. And whatever scenes they film where he cursed in the comics, he films it not cursing, and then he films it cursing. Oh, so they'll air that one on Netflix? I don't know. I have yet to check it out. So tweet us and let us know. And by the way, check the tweets. If someone else tweeted us, you don't need to be the 75th person. But we love you anyway. (laughs) 
And the DVD comes out for season seven, also around August. Yep. Where I, I know that they're going to have the unedited scenes with Negan. That's awesome. So when he, you know, when he kills Glenn and Abraham, spoiler, spoiler, uh, there's some profanity. I'm excited about that. I like to see the raw Negan as... Oh, totally. Like in the comic. Written. Absolutely. Um, so the Entertainment Weekly did a, an interview, a radio interview with uh, Walking Dead co-executive producer, Denise Huth. 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 <laughs> It's H-U-T-H, which to me looks like Huth. Huth. But it's it's Huth. Huth. It's Huth. Um, so here's what she said. I'm going to short this a little say? bit. Um, they asked her about the season and uh, is it exciting? And she said that, you know, she said this year, that's certainly the case. The energy here is really good. Everyone is super pumped. And it's particularly exciting coming off of last year with a season premiere. Last year was a total 180 energy wise. That's when Glenn and Abraham got hit in the head with a bat. Oh, yeah. Spoiler, spoiler. Okay, it was really tough way, really tough way to start the season, and this year is a really exciting way to start. Meaning with Rick on the rise and, the, and they're fighting back, that's great. Alexandria will not fall this day. <laughs> um, as we remember, Andrew Lincoln, Norman Reedus, Lenny James, a lot of them talked about how how difficult filming season seven was. They were doing bottle episodes by themselves. Oh, yeah. It was all very down, depressing. The and- cast was separated a lot, and. So they're excited that this year will be more exciting. Um, they Entertainment Weekly said, how much more fun is it to film now uh, as we head into All Out War? And Denise Huth said, oh gosh, it's like night and day compared <laughs> to how we uh, started last year. Uh, everyone came back so excited. It's a big year. There's just a sense of excitement because the characters aren't in the dark, in a down place. Last year was really hard. Yep, we totally got that. Um, if everything we were doing now had happened in the third or fourth episode last year, it would still be cool, but it wouldn't have had the impact. Mm. In other words, we needed to see the cast really stomped on and depressed and beaten down. Oh, they were. So that the rise up seems better. I get it. I get it. It was a rough season to watch, but how great was the finale when... Oh my God. Seriously, I can't say enough when Shiva came out. I did not see that coming. I was like, holy shit. And again, how did Shiva know who to eat? It's TV, man. I, I was telling um, Tom, I don't remember if you were with me or not, Jesus, Tom Payne. I was like, yeah, when Shiva came out, I totally didn't see that. He goes, really? Like, I was like, yeah, like, I totally didn't see that coming By the way, at speak, all. Speaking of Jesus and Tom Payne, if you follow us on Walkers underscore Talkers, and I know you do. Oh, you need to post your picture too. I did, I did. I posted it. Oh, on, you did post it? It's on my, oh, it's on my, uh, at David underscore Oh, you need Brody. to post it on Walkers and Talkers. Okay. So I posted a picture, which I talked about, of a, a man who walks a dog near our studio. Yes. Every day. And the dog looks like a tiger. It's huge. And he is a, a man who looks like Ezekiel. Has Ezekiel hair. And has the same thick dreads. They're a little longer. Yeah, they're very long. But from the back, it looks like uh, King Ezekiel and Shiva. And I put a picture up and I, right, okay, so Jamie saw them last Finally! week. Finally! The first time ever, I was like on the phone with my mom. I'm like, wait, hang on, hang on. I was like, get my phone out. I was like, try not to be like so obvious. But I got, not the best picture, but I did put it up it there. It isn't the best. You know what your picture is? Your picture is like, hey, Brody got a better <laughs> picture, but... Here's my. I just want to prove that I saw. But them. I finally saw him because you've been talking about him for so right. long, and I've never seen him. And I got so excited. Yeah. I think I was like screaming out loud. He's has, probably like, "Who the hell is this, this guy?" Girl? Has no clue that he's King Ezekiel. No, no, no clue. No clue. No clue. By the way, not CGI. Like a real dog like, tiger. It looks like kind of the dog from uh, the Sandlot. Like it's one of those huge yeah, bull like mastiff a, types. So I, we showed the picture of my picture of the guy. Because your picture, he would have been embarrassed to look at. It's terrible. <laughs> but he looked at my picture of, of King Ezekiel and Shiva, and I said, does this look familiar to you? And he was like, I, I don't, no, I don't see it. 
<laughs> oh, by the way, that was my my Paul McCartney Beatles, uh, <laughs> totally different British accent than what Tom Payne has. Um, and so he looked. He goes, "I don't know. I don't know what. I don't. What, what should I be looking at?" So when as soon as I said King Ezekiel and she got looked, it. Oh crap! Yes. You're on the show, dude. Come on. <laughs> I see it. Maybe it took him a sec. It did take him a it second. Took him well, second. But short. once he saw it. He's short, so maybe oh. he, he had to look up to see the picture. To the phone. <laughs> anyway, I'll put, just go to at David underscore Brody, and then I'll I'll give, we'll upload it on at Walkers yeah, underscore we, Talkers we'll, also. We'll put it up there. And you can see the two pictures together or whatever, because it, it he's it's frightening. <laughs> and what, how sad if the guy, okay, is it better that the guy watches the show and doesn't realize he looks like them? Or is it better that he doesn't watch the show and he just happens to look that way? I think it's better he does. He's not aware. Shouldn't somebody tell him? If he did, he may not. He, he, would, he wouldn't get the reference anyways. Right. Hey, and then maybe he would feel insecure. Hey man, like, people are me, taking the pictures. You don't know me, but I do a Walkers and Talkers podcast. We had Stephen Ogg on. Uh, you're on our Instagram page several times. You look like a <laughs> guy from The Walking Dead, a show you don't watch, only from behind. And your dog looks like a tiger. <laughs> Name Shiva. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, sir. <laughs> yeah. That should go over well. All right. It's New York. It's. I'm sure he's heard worse. <laughs> I, I, I'm sure he has. Uh, okay, now we got to play the second piece of music. Ooh, chills. We have three pieces of music today. June 4th, baby. It's been a while. Yeah. It's been a long time. I, th- I have to wait till it, it changes here, right? Hold on. There's a little key change. Yeah, <laughs> All right, so Fear the Walking Dead. If you haven't been watching the show or you watched the first season and it was slow, and you're like, ah, it's not The Walking Dead. I will admit to you that I used to watch CSI, and then I watched CSI Miami, and then as a New Yorker, I got really excited to watch CSI New York. And I was disappointed in CSI New York because I felt like the accents were all fake New York accents. <laughs> and the show was mostly filmed in Vancouver. Oh, sham. And so... Sham alert. Sham alert. <laughs> and so every time I'd watch it, I'd be like, that, there's, there's like very few alleyways. My mom pointed this out to me. It drives me crazy. <laughs> there's very few she... alleyways in New York. Like there's two. Yeah. Mm, in yeah. the whole city. No. And there's always bodies in an alleyway on CSI New York. I'm like, no. There was one episode where he kneels down to look at a body and there's a palm tree behind him. What? Yeah. Sham, double sham. Right. So I, I, I stopped watching it. I would but stop. I, and I eventually stopped watching CSI Miami because everyone was too pretty. <laughs> and he does that taking the glass. I love David Caruso, but I... Oh, so, yeah, like takes the glasses So then I was off. watching... CSI, so, okay, so my point is, like, how many Law & Orders can you watch? My mother, all of them. <laughs> if they did, like, CSI um, McDonald's... She would no, watch I mean, it. Law & Order McDonald's. <laughs> fighting crime at the drive-thru. She'd watch it. All right. Uh, so, uh, The Walking Dead. Fear The Walking Dead. I know what the problem is, and I'm hoping they fix it. So I'm excited. The trailer looks great. You can go on YouTube and just search for the season three trailer. It Clearly, really Nick good. and Madison are reunited. They now Scott Gimple, who's the showrunner for The Walking Dead. Scott mm, Gimple. For, mm, Gimple for season four. He's going to be working on in some capacity Fear the Walking Dead. Oh, not till season four. Right. All right. So we have one more film. All right. I'm it, feeling it though. It looks better. It looks good. And I want to talk about the trailer. And then I'll tell you why I feel like Fear the Walking Dead needs a change and what the main difference is. I think I mentioned uh, 10 podcasts ago, but here we go. So in the new trailer, it shows them on Broke Jaw Ranch, which is this huge settlement of RVs and fencing. It's in a valley. Yeah. Here's the thing. By the way, not looking to offend anybody who might be listening to the podcast in, say, Montana. 
But we don't know if they're in Mexico or in Arizona. We don't know where they're, where the filming is for this particular scene. I know they're filming in Mexico. They're, right, but they're also filming somewhere but in America across the border. are they supposed to be in Mexico? I'm not sure. Well, okay. So when season three, uh, two ended, most of them were captured by the Border Patrol. Yes. By the U.S. military. Yeah. Right? And they were split up and they were captured in different groups. Um, it looks like a lot of them are back together because they're all captured by the same people. Um, we, we get to meet Troy and Jake Otto. They're two brothers who run the ranch with their father, Jeremiah. They're doomsday preppers. They're doomsday preppers. These are people that have like canned goods in their basement, bomb shelters. They're convinced the end of the war, the end of the world is coming. Extra toilet paper. And if you watch the news lately, <laughs> they might be right. Yeah. And so uh, you know that they can't be good people. If they were, there wouldn't be a show. Yeah. You know something's Something off. shady, McShade, is happening. And so it looks like, so the, the ranch is solar-powered, they grow their own food, they have cows and horses and animals. It's quite the setup. Right, but according to the, the making of and some of the videos I've watched, it looks like, and they said it, is that Madison and the whole family are the only ones there that were actually part of the outside world and fought walkers and... Mm. That these people know that the apocalypse sort of came. But they never... In, but they've in, never really dealt with like a horde. They may have maybe killed one person. We don't know from the trailer. Like Gregory, he killed no one. So it's really the Clark family and these people. And of course the Clark family's not going to fit in. Why? Well, in the trailer we see Madison stabbing some guy in the face with glass. It was real. Yeah, the trailer was really intense. Strand is in some big trouble. So one of the trailers it looks like Strand is in a blue shirt like he's an inmate. Yeah. And he's up on a dam. It looks like they're going to throw him and off. And then they throw someone off someone. but it's not Strand. Yeah. And then Strand in the other trailer is getting beaten up. Yeah. So hey Strand, maybe you shouldn't have stayed at the hotel. He has a rough go. Next time your friends leave, leave with them. Yeah. So it looks good. Here's my problem with Fear the Walking Dead or I think where they need to make it more like The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead's based on a comic book. And when you base it on a comic book, you have comic booky characters. Like Michonne, and I think I said this, I know I've said it before. Yeah, with Michonne. Michonne with, has with, a katana. Yeah. And Abraham had a machine gun and he's like a military and guy. he's got that mustache. Right. And Andrew Lincoln was a former sheriff. He's got guns and he's like a cowboy and there's all these larger than life personalities. Yes. Fear the Walking Dead is a family. Now it's a different angle. Yeah. I told you, I think his name was Carlos. Mm -hmm. Thomas's bodyguard guy. Yeah. He had a machine gun, or uh, I'm sorry, an automatic weapon with a silencer. He was really good with with, with the high powered rifle, whatever it was. I don't. It's not important. He seemed like badass. They killed him right away. Spoiler. <laughs> I know. So they need larger than life characters, which they don't have right now, and know, not many people the, are dying in a universe based on making it really real. Like they want us to feel like I could be a daughter, I could be a father. These are real people going through the apocalypse. Whereas on The Walking Dead, they're sort of real people. Carol's real. Yeah. But King Ezekiel's not a real person. No. Right? Mm. He's got a tiger. Yeah. And he walks around the street in Manhattan. Jerry? Come on. Jerry. 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 <laughs> so I feel like they need some larger than life, badass, kick-ass, sword wheel. Like Daryl's got a crossbow. Nobody has a weapon on Fear the Walking Dead. They don't have a signature weapon. No, they don't. They don't even have, like, how do you not have, like, a, a an assault rifle at this point? Like, they don't have anything. There's no carrot. Well, Alicia carries around that little wimpy knife. Yeah, but, she has a... But there's really no, like, Michonne's note for her katana, katana, right. however you say it. Katana. That's what I'm saying. They need to get more weaponry. Yep. And they need to 
No, ca- no characters associated with the weapon. They need to weapon. find Crazy Bill. Yeah. Crazy Bill's driving an 18 wheeler. Crazy Bill. He, he's like a big ass strong guy, and he's gonna he's he's gonna kick some ass. Yeah. Human ass, like when there's trouble. Yeah. Not that Madison can't kick ass, but I need I need somebody who's like Abraham. I need somebody like that. Built like a brick shit house. Right. Okay. Ready for. And that's back June 4th. Now, here's the problem. Last year, we did The Walking Dead. Season six ended. And then Fear the Walking Dead started. Right. The away. next week. Right. The so, next week. So we did our podcast. Then Fear the Walking Dead ended. And we went right into Preacher. Yep. Preacher feature. Preacher feature. We did that. Loved it. Season one, Preacher was great. Yep. Then now. Fear the Walking Dead's not ready to start. No, we're now we're just kind of sitting here, right, waiting. Doing. Wait. A, I think today's a fun podcast. No, today it's a fun. Today's podcast. a fun podcast. Yes. We're making it fun. We're trying. But Fear the Walking Dead, I think, is thirteen episodes. We talked about this. They're getting a full season or sixteen. So sixteen, 16 it would be sixteen, ep- and they they're now doing that mid season hiatus. We'll get eight and eight, right? And they'll probably wrap up right around September, beginning now, of October. Now you know how pissed I got when they when f you into the Badlands. Oh. Uh, Came on at 10, making Talking Dead come on later. Yeah. Okay, pissed me off. Ruined my whole John Oliver schedule. Even Stephen Ock said, because he was on that episode, yep. he goes, yeah, like, threw us off. It was so late. We were wait. So late. So I can't have that. So here's our problem. <laughs> you can't, can't have that. I can't have that. I can't have that. So here's our problem. Three weeks after Fear the Walking Dead starts, not ready for a hiatus at that point, Preacher starts June 25th. Oh, my gosh. Right? Because four plus 21 is 25, so three weeks. So we're going to be like overlapping. I am not going to say F you, Preacher. No, no. But based on the fact that Preacher is more violent, more bloody, and more profanity-laced, I have to imagine it will be on at 10 o'clock. Yeah, I would have to think. It's very violent. A great show. Now, if you remember, if you haven't seen Preacher, I'm not going to tell you. I want you to go back and watch season one. Yeah. But it's based on a comic book, executive produced by our friend Seth Rogen. Yep. Um, and... It didn't take place in episode one. The entire first season that we I watched, love this is like a prequel. It was a prequel. It took place before episode one of the comic and yes. ended around when episode issue one started. Yeah, to kind of give so us it background. All, it was and... all bonus material. But you needed that. Yeah. Well, the comic didn't. But well, the TV we did. Show, we so, did. So we yeah. got a bonus year. Yeah. So you can read the comic if you want, but it's going to start where the comic book starts. And Dominic Cooper. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. <laughs> so go back and now Ruth Nega, mm-hmm. who, who plays um, Tulip. Uh, Tulip. She was just nominated for a, for an Oscar award. Yeah. Academy Award. So it, it it's the, the acting's really good. The special yeah, they, effects, they have it's, really it's great actors. Show. I'm recommending go back and watch the first season so you'll be ready for us. Now, the problem is we're going to, if we want to do both shows, have to do two podcasts a week. Yeah. Um, because if we if we break down one show too much too much too much two shows in one show so too I much. feel like what I what I'm anticipating that we do is we do the Sunday Fear. Fear the Walking Dead you and I record Monday or Tuesday it gets updated the next day by Wednesday maybe yeah then maybe Wednesday we do our podcast for Preacher and then post that by Friday agreed so you have a couple of podcasts over the week and although Preacher's recap will be a little late. You'll get twice as much of our recaps if you like them. And twice as much of us. Now, <laughs> as far as Preacher, they just released a Beast Season 2 trailer. Came out on uh, Monday the 15th. Uh, it looks like uh, the gang, as we saw at the end of Season 1, I'm not going to give too much away, is on a road trip. And uh, mayhem occurs. Now, if you've watched Preacher, or even if you haven't, 
I want you to tell me if I'm wrong or if I'm right. Okay. There's a recurring scene in season one, no spoiler, that takes place in an Old West saloon. Yes. Right? And it, it, they keep showing a scene in the same saloon. Mm-hmm. And when the cowboy walks in, there's a staircase on the right, there's a piano on the left, pretty much things are where they are, and that's right. Okay. Yeah. Have you seen the Geico commercial with the cowboy? No. It's a Geico commercial where a cowboy walks in and he's talking to himself and he says, he's threatening these guys in the bar. He walks in like the bad guy and he's talking to himself and the voiceover's like, if you're going to be a cowboy, that's what you do. That's what cowboys do. It's a typical Geico commercial. It's the same bar from Preacher. No way! Yeah. I need to look this up. If I'm wrong, tell oh me. Oh my God. Okay, I need to look this up when we when we get but off they, here. There must be like a movie set where if you need a saloon, that's the saloon. If you need a saloon. <laughs> so I think Geico used the preacher set. That's really cool though. So when I see the commercial, I think of Preacher. Awesome. And I think of the awesome scene that took place wow. in Preacher. Really intense got, scene, actually. Okay. That, uh, no I'll spoilers. stop there. I'll stop. You gotta watch Preacher. Yeah. If you're not. I, I, You'll rewatch it like five times. It's such a good show. You're like, oh my God. <laughs> and I don't know if you watched it, because I don't know if we talked about it, but then AMC, after the season ended, um, then re-released each episode extended with like 20 extra minutes. Oh. So I had to go back and watch them with extra footage and fight scene. It was good. Okay, I have to look at that. It was good. All right. Great show, though. Now, there's some talk. I don't want to give too much away. Okay. There's some talk that AMC and our company are working together at maybe getting us some guests from Preacher. Mm-hmm. Whatever. So we'll see. So it could be. So all right. So I'm. Uh, I'm very. Oh, excited. sorry. Speaking of preacher. Oh yeah, we have three, three, uh, theme songs sorry. in one show. I'm right in the preacher. Okay. So sorry. Sorry if you're waiting for the preacher theme. <laughs> I got so excited, I forgot that we had it. So this is what our, our music sounds like. Ready? Right, we're gonna do it. Ready? Here we go. Okay. This is. No, it does not. It does not, <laughs> it does all, not work. <laughs> Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, Preacher, all together don't work. But they all work at AMC. Again, AMC at this point in time is not paying us. No, we, we just, just love like their shows. shows. We, like we love shows. their network. Okay. That being said, uh, how you feeling? We're back. I am pumped we're back. I missed you, and I'm, I missed our podcast, Aww, so I'm glad that? we're here. We're recording that. I make that little, my ringtone. <laughs> I missed my you. My phone's going to ring. I missed you. I missed you. I missed you. <laughs> so thank you. I, I missed uh, doing the podcast. I feel much better now. For anyone that knew I was sick um, and tweeted at me, thank you. Uh, for those of you that are going to tweet me, you hope I feel, you're glad I'm feeling better. That's fine. He's feeling better. I'm feeling better. I'm, I'm about eh, 88%. Yeah. Not, not quite there yet, but I'm, I'm, I'm You're good. getting there. I'm good. If this podcast wasn't that good, it's because I'm sick. Yeah. <laughs> I'm de- if, you, if it sucked, it was definitely No, I Ill. think it was a good one. I hope so. I hope so. Anyway, next week we'll talk about the new equipment we're getting that'll make our podcast easier. Oh, uh, yeah. So there you go. All right, episode 55. Now, even though The Walking Dead is over, you know what time it is. What time is it? It's, it's time, time to, to shut, shut that shit, shit down. down.